nursing and nursing a pot. We know every card by heart. Overture, curtain lights, this is it. We'll hit the heights, and oh, what heights we'll hit. On with the show, this is it. Hey, we're back. I'm Goose. I'm Logan. This is On With The Show. We're, we're kind of back to our roots here. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are listening to us on Spotify or SoundCloud or mm -hmm. iHeartRadio, we are now decided to go back to start doing video podcasting mm -hmm. like we had done a few years ago. Few years that ago. was how we had originally started Wrestling Boys, was as a video podcast, but then we decided to switch it over to just audio only, and well, here we are a few years later. Back to where we started. We're back to where we started. Of course, uh, not at our original studio, of course, but... No, uh, explain why, because we currently have... This is going to be our third mm -hmm. or fourth YouTube channel. Yeah, because we already have Travel by Nature. If you're watching this, you're probably already familiar with that channel. We also have Miss Cindy's Kitchen, which has been around for about six weeks. Yeah. And at this point, it's already well taken off. It's very well. So we decided to launch another channel. We decided that we, we, we were going to bring back... Uh, on with the show and put our pretty faces out there for all of you to, to see. You're still, if you still like listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, any other streaming service, this will be an audio version that mm -hmm. you will get. But we're going to start doing some, a few of these uh, on, on YouTube and see how it works and mm -hmm. see what we like it. But right now, we're having a good time. We have been, it's been a while since we've, since we've been here. Yeah, because we have both been very busy. Extremely busy. Me with school, you with work. Yeah, um, and so it we is... Hit, so we hadn't had time to record, but now that the semester's over, we have a lot of free time, so we decided this is the perfect time to start. Just to get back into the swing of things, we figured that, that we'll, we have figured that recording a full podcast mm -hmm. on a one day when we're, we're available will work, and then we're going to probably split up the podcast a little bit for mm -hmm. some of the smaller segments you will all see on YouTube in our new of our new YouTube channel on with the show productions. Not only that, will we have the the, the podcast, but we're also going to put up some of uh, some short films that I have done in the past and some yeah, like a clean sleep and grandma's box, uh, we're which yeah. if you have not seen, will be released on the we'll, we'll productions. So we are um, we're very excited with this, and we have a lot to talk about because mm -hmm. not only that, the other the other issue we had was we had an issue with SoundCloud because apparently mm -hmm. they would no longer accept the credit card I was using, so I had to try and find another credit card, and it took a while for me to get all that stuff hashed out. But we are back, we're mm -hmm. here, and we are excited because there have been a lot of things that have happened in the last several weeks, including, let's start off with our various top, 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 top that everybody's talking about. In fact, we have three top, we have three topics, three mm -hmm. topics today. Two of them are like, we've been, we've been dying to talk about, so we're, we're glad for them back. Let's talk about Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter. Okay, I this thought we were is... going to start off with Bob Chapik, but no, Elon I... Musk, that's another huge topic. <laughs> so, I think, I don't think we've recorded a podcast since, well, if you've been living under a rock. Yeah. Elon Musk now owns Twitter, and a lot of stuff has changed, and a lot of people are not happy about it. Uh, here's the funny, because I think when we last talked about it, um, Elon was pulling out of his mm -hmm. offer, because Twitter could not confirm the amount of bot mm -hmm. accounts that were going on, and he was like, well, if you're going off by what you're doing now, you've overinflated Twitter and I'm not excited anymore mm -hmm. to purchase Twitter because you can't confirm all the bot accounts. Um, and so there was a 
little tussle going back and forth until all of a sudden Elon goes, you know what? I'll purchase it for $44 million. Mm-hmm. And bang, there he goes. forty-four. Now he is the new owner of Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people are crying about it. A lot of people are... Yeah, it's like the the new moving to Canada. Now it's the... Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving Twitter. I'm leaving Twitter. And of uh, course you got all the memes where it says, I'm going to leave this platform, but first I'm going to announce it on this platform, and then stay on this platform and watch all the people react to my leaving this platform. Well, yeah, and uh, it, it is almost becoming... I don't want to... It's almost becoming a joke. <laughs> um, and all Elon Musk has basically done is said... We're going to open this up as a platform for everybody. Um, he still is like very, very sensitive to a certain hate speech. I know that he he, mm-hmm. he got rid of Yay, which was originally that's a, uh, Kanye. Kanye, that's a that's a whole new subject all to him. <laughs> oh my god! Could do See, a whole episode just with all his lunacy in the past few months. Yeah. But it brings up an interesting thing. It's like if you have someone like Kanye West who says these outrageous things and it's can be considered free speech, do I mean because you re, you bought he bought Twitter to re to reopen free mm-hmm. speech. I mean we're I mean it's kind of a weird thing. I saw a tweet from John Cryer, the actor John Cryer, mm-hmm. who basically says, How's this going? Because it just proves how difficult it is to open up a platform like Twitter for free speech um, when you have someone as crazy as Kanye West mm-hmm. going out there and saying the things he's saying. Well, I think it's the with the, the, the free speech and the limits. Well, I think there's a difference between, of course, the whole reason everybody was upset in the first place because, of course, it was like conservatives were being like shadow banned. Yeah. Which I think was recently in like the, the Twitter files... Which I think is a big old threat on Twitter right now. Yeah, we're that not going to reveal that was it. We're not but, getting into the political aspect of the Twitter files here, but but, but it just as far up as what limits of free speech, there's a difference between that just supporting a different political opinion and openly saying like, yeah, I like Hitler or <laughs> the Nazis are great or yeah. To, to paraphrase what paraphrase what Kanye said on, and it's funny, you know, he was on Alex Jones when he said that, and when you when you astound Alex Jones, you know you're a real nutcase. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Alex Jones. I know there are a lot of people mind. who are. Um, I think I tell he, you, he, he's a meme gold mine, though. You know. He is. For, just, <laughs> in what I've seen of Alex Jones, that dude is on another mm-hmm. planet or hemisphere or whatever you want, universe, all by himself. Mm-hmm. I know there are people who love him and swear by him, but I'm like, I think it's mostly he's just so over the top. It's it's, it's like they they watch him from an ironic standpoint. Kind of As like, I said, he's a meme gold mine. Kind of. Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I'm not going there. I, you, uh, anyway, anyway, wait a minute. But back to Elon Musk. Back to Elon Musk, and of course, the, the big thing that they had, I guess, apparently, um, Dave Chappelle, who's mm-hmm. a whole other topic all by himself. He basically gave a shout out mm-hmm. and had Elon Musk come up on stage. Because they were doing, he was doing a show in San Francisco. In right? San Francisco, which is, I am pretty sure where Twitter's headquarters is, right? Ah, uh, I think so. I think they're yes, they're somewhere in. Well, yeah. it's the Bay Area. Is mm-hmm. like you know, is Silicon Valley. All right. Anyway, so yeah, Dave Chappelle had a show there, and he invited Elon Musk on the stage, and apparently he got booed for like ten minutes straight. 
And then you have Elon going on saying it was like 90% cheers, 10% booze. Yeah. So it's like... It, it, it does, I, I haven't seen the video, first, so I'm just going off what I've heard. First of all, I find it interesting that Dave Chappelle was doing a show in San Francisco, mm-hmm. knowing all the things that he's said that would trigger people in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then to bring up Elon Musk, who, of course, fired 80% of the Twitter employees who live probably in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it, it, just, it was just kind of a weird, it was just a weird thing to, to hear. And, and, and there were, I did, from what the footage I heard, there were, there were some cheers mm-hmm. with, from Elon Musk. But he is basically just, I mean, you want to talk about kicking up a hornet's nest. I mean, just, beesh. <laughs> I mean, just, uh, and and you have all these people who are, who are again threatening to leave. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the one beautiful short thing we saw was they found a huge closet full of t-shirts. Oh, the hashtag stay, stay woke. woke. And and some people are like, oh, we want those back. We worked we want, hard. We'd rather have these shirts we worked hard on than know they're in the garbage can. Let oh, me ask you something. <laughs> so let me ask you something because we have seen a lot of people come back mm-hmm. to Twitter. James Woods was. Shadow band or band, mm-hmm. and, and now he's back. Um, I've seen twi- uh, tweets from uh, uh, Rob Schneider, mm-hmm. who I did not know was a conservative, and has started putting out. Yeah, oh, wow. Rob Schneider, the comedian. He, no, he, he's the one comedian. of the most well-known conservative celebrities, alongside, of course, James Woods, James Woods, Tim Allen. A lot of them are being like, they're, James Woods pissed. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't believe they did this to me. And, and a lot of stuff is coming out about, I mean, think about it. I mean, one of the first things that Elon Musk did was he fired the top three officers mm-hmm. of Twitter. Yeah, what was it? Parag, Agrawal. Yeah. One of them was, uh, I think the, the one of them was a, a gal who was uh, the lawyer, the head lawyer mm-hmm. of Twitter. I mean, just bang, just cut her loose. And come to find out, she was one of the reasons why people, a lot of these people were being... Mm-hmm banned or shadow banned because if you know and it's just interesting to see both sides to see how you, you these people are all of a sudden they're freaking out because he now has twitter and now he's opened up twitter for all voices to be able to 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 be able to say the voice their opinions and then you have the other side of these people who were like who all of a sudden, they couldn't figure out what happened to their accounts. They come to find out that because of something they mentioned, now they're they're not hitting the top trending thing, mm-hmm. and they're they're uh, they're kind of being shadow banned. And now they're finding, oh, I have my voice again. You know, I know you. And then there's the third people who think they're shadow banned, and then just find out that no, they they don't have anything really interesting to say, so mm-hmm. no one's following them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, for someone who was on Twitter a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. You were on Twitter a lot. Yeah, I'd say I'm still on Twitter more than I should be, but <laughs> say what? it's 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 addictive brain rot, okay. Yeah, it's what but what do you think of all this? What do you think about being able to, because you have, you held certain opinions that many people trolled you over. Yeah. You know. But mm, I I don't really tweet at all. I mainly just want to say an onlooker. <laughs> I, 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 I scroll through That's tweets. I, I, I like tweets and I retweet. I really don't tweet any of my own stuff, so 
You used to tweet a lot. Mm, yeah, but you're right. I have noticed a lot of people who I have followed that I didn't see for a while, like James Woods, have come back. So it's really interesting. It is really interesting, and it's a lot of fun to see uh, how how Elon has all of a sudden now opened up this this uh, I can say marketplace mm-hmm. of ideas, um, basically opening up free speech uh, on Twitter that. And, and what's interesting is for the longest time, there were people who were like, no, no, there's no shadow banning. No, there's nothing like that going on. Everything's fine. They're, they're just not as popular as all of these other people. And then... You can, that it actually happened. It actually happened, yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we, we don't fall on one side or the other. Mm-hmm. At least, at least because we like to... We we like to use Twitter as more of a way to, to advertise our stuff. Yeah. And to get our voice out there. We're not on there like, hey, I went and got a cup of coffee today. I <laughs> said I sometimes used to do that, but then I realized, man, it, 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 really it, no point. <laughs> there's no point. Um, not because you know, uh, not, not because it you know it, it, it. There's no enjoyment in it. There's just. After a while, when, when something like that takes up all of your time, mm-hmm. it's like it becomes a chore. Yeah. You know, um, trying to follow everything and every, everything, everything and everybody on Instagram is becoming a chore. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. It's like you get, oh, look, they got new, new pictures of, you know, new family pictures. And, mm-hmm. oh, wow, look at that one. There's, look at the one with the ugly sweaters. And, <laughs> but it's fun. It, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see Twitter get its voice again mm-hmm. and um do you how where do you think it's going to go from here do you think it's going to get a lot of people say this is leading i say to twitter's uh, inevitable death but and at first i was like okay i kind of see that but i haven't really noticed it a really like i don't know downturn mm-hmm. from using it so i'm not sure but so we'll just have to see where it goes. If these people who say they're going to leave actually leave, or there are a lot more people now using Twitter than there was mm-hmm. before Elon uh, bought it. So um, I think that I, I think what eventually happens is it'll continue to grow and rise, mm-hmm. but it'll eventually, like everything else, kind of flatten out. Like you know, and um, you'll see the people who really use it really use it and mm-hmm. use it properly and use it well. I think you'll see that some people are are still going to use it for you know, hateful and spiteful mm-hmm. means. And, and those people can go screw themselves. Yeah. I mean, they can just go, go away. Um, I've actually, and, and, I, and again, for me personally, I mean, some of the people I follow, they've actually have gotten some of the nastiest tweets to them. You know, and I'm like, I just sit back and I go, what in the world? Why would you say something like mm-hmm. that? You know, but then again, you have these trolls who, you know, we've seen this on YouTube where they leave mm-hmm. comments and it's like, you know, and they leave like some really weird, yeah, nasty comments and you're like, okay, I'm not going to pay attention to you. Although I did tell your mom, uh, who, uh, you know, do, when she's doing Miss Cindy's Kitchen and she was mm-hmm. getting some of these weird comments and I'm like, that means you've made it. When you've yeah. got trolls, it means you've made it. It means people are paying attention to you. And she's like, and she looked at you and she goes, oh yeah, you're right. Which is funny because there are some people that I've, I've done, um, Dumb shows for who got mm-hmm. trolled and real nasty comments. They're like, I can't believe they would say that to me. Why would they say that to me? Because you're making a point. You're, yeah. you're, you know. 
So, and people don't like that, but but I think Twitter is, is going to, I think, eventually get, it's going to get better, mm-hmm. but eventually it's going to be like everything else. Like, you know, I would say like Facebook, just kind of top out mm-hmm. and get kind of plateau for a while and, and um, we'll see where it goes from here. But I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me personally, I think it's a good thing that yeah. Elon opened up everything. All right. So we're going to go to a break. Yeah. Oh, you were say I was going to say, yeah, we need to take a break because I forgot to let the dog back in. <laughs> we're going to go to a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to bring up the Bobs, the mm-hmm. Bobs of Disney. Chapik and Iger. And we're going to give our opinions because lo and behold, someone up in heaven loves us and gave mm-hmm. us our wish. Yep. We'll be right back after this. All right, we're back. We, um, and we're going to talk about another one of our favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. Bob Chapik. Yep. Who is no longer the, the, CEO, the CEO of Disney. Disney. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank somebody listened to us. Um, this came down, and this was from multiple sources. Mm-hmm. Quick. I mean, this happened quick. Apparently, a Bob Chapik announced on like Monday. And I'm just, I don't know exactly what the mm-hmm. days are, but like on Monday, he announced, hey, we're having a hiring freeze and we're going to start laying people off and all this other stuff. And then, like, two or three days later, all of a sudden, it gets announced. Bob Iger has, been, has come back. He's Disney mm-hmm. CEO. And Bob Chapik has let, been let go. And um, Which wasn't really a surprise didn't at all. Surprise, as yeah, didn't surprise. Nobody was really a fan of Bob Chapik. Yeah. It, as you, he, he was like, you know, Michael, Michael Eisner was, yeah. like, very penny, penny pincher. Penny pincher. Um, towards the end of his tenure as CEO. That, that's the way Bob Chapik was for the entirety of his how long was he CEO? Like, uh, like two years? Two and a half years. They just re-signed him mm-hmm. to another three years. So we were like, when they did it came that, as a shock, like, and it's like Bob Chapik, like, oh, it made not a lot of sense. I, I mean, we sat, we sat there dumbfounded, and then we started finding out exactly mm-hmm. what was going on. Um, and it seemed like Bob Chapik was doing some funny things with the books. Uh, apparently... Um, he had said that Disney Plus mm-hmm. was going to be profitable by, by 2024, which many analysts said that's an impossibility. Mm-hmm. Um, not even the big, not even like uh, Netflix has made a, quite a profit yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, or, or it took a long time for Netflix to make a profit. So they, they were like, we don't understand how you can make this claim. Mm-hmm. Then it came out that two Disney Plus shows that he had put on the platform, uh, he had put on the books for Disney Channel, mm-hmm. which was like kind of a funny way. So it was trying to make Disney Channel look like it was performing better than it. Or he was trying was. to, well, he was trying to, I guess, trying to take the expenses out of Disney Plus oh, so that okay. it made it look, made so it made it look, look better. Made it look better. Um, and this is from multiple sources. Mm-hmm. This is just this is not like we heard it off one crazy website. This was like, and we heard it from several like news sources. We were, we were sitting there. Um, there was one source that said that Bob Chapik was not happy um, when he came in because mm-hmm. he immediately wanted to, to start firing people. Mm-hmm. He, well, I think he came in during the he, pandemic, right? In I think he came, he came in right in the beginning of the pandemic. Uh-huh. And Iger was still around to help out. Uh, I think Iger was like chairman of the board or something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. And... Uh, Chapik wanted, you know, when the when the pandemic started, he wanted to start laying people off, and Iger's like, no, 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 we we're getting the PPE, let's just hang in there, we don't need to let people, you know, let people go yet, blah blah blah, 
Um, and Chapik wasn't happy that Disney was listening to Iger rather than him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, it was one crazy decision after another, mm-hmm. after another. Um, you know, basically, how could how could you how could I best say it? It was like you know, um, Pixar couldn't get a film in this, into the into the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried. Oh yeah, because I remember uh, what what's happened with Pixar is like they would have like advertisements saying it was going to be released in theaters, but then it was like no, it's just going straight to Disney Plus. Like I think I remember when we went and saw Raya and the Last Dragon. I think they had. Didn't they have a sign-up for Turning Red? They had, I think they did. Or something like that. And then Turning Red was just um, straight on Disney+, Plus, no theatricals. Um, and I think that was, I, I don't know if it was like, that was, that was a weird move or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was almost like they were trying to make Disney+, Plus bigger than what it, what mm-hmm. it is. Um, tr- don't get me wrong. Disney+, Plus is a very good streaming service. Mm-hmm. You get to see some of the most, Iconic cartoons mm-hmm. and shorts that they don't put out anymore. Um, some of the originals, like Lambert, the sheepest lion, Lambert, Lambert. Um, you know the the band concert and also the mm-hmm. great classic, the the, the wise little hen, mm-hmm. which is Donald Duck's pre- debut. Debut. Yep. Um, just just an amazing array of short cartoons that are, that are classics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see some of the but. We were wondering, you know, because in, we were wondering if they were ever going to be putting out any Disney mm-hmm. original stuff on Disney Plus because it seemed like the only stuff they were putting out was either Star Wars, yes, yeah, Star Wars, or Marvel, or Marvel. Or Marvel. And not, don't get us wrong, we love Star Wars, we love Marvel, but after a while, it you, you become, get a little uh, you become, fatigued. You become fatigued. Excuse and me. It's like every week, it's like ten different Marvel shows are announced. Yeah, so it was getting kind of ridiculous. Uh, you know, on top of that, he had problems with the parks, mm-hmm. continuing to raise ticket prices. Yeah, it was and, like every few weeks, it was like ticket prices increased by such and such amount. Uh, yeah, it was getting ridiculous, mm-hmm. um, and we've even said that on our past podcast mm-hmm. that it, it was getting to be expensive to the point where it was almost too expensive mm-hmm. for the average family to go. To Disneyland or Disney World, um, uh, and then people were complaining that you know it's kind of lost its magic. Mm-hmm. That you know the upkeep has been really bad. You know we're seeing you know spider webs all over the signs and and you know overgrowth and you know all this other. It was kind of it was like it was like he wasn't like really taking care of mm-hmm. of the parks. He wasn't um, you know Disney Plus wasn't. Performing like it should, and then on top of that, um, he had controversies with the the Florida government. Which oh got him in hot yeah, water. With the, the the when Florida repealed the the Reedy Creek the Reedy Improvement, Creek Act, Improvement or, Act. Yeah, um, and uh, and then the movies they were putting out were underperforming. Mm-hmm. With Lightyear being one lightning rod that was. Mm-hmm. That was there, and now we can. Now there's another. Yeah, they movie. got Strange World, which is absolutely bombed. Uh, Except it was a hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's so. Um, it it was while it was a shock. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a shock. It was like you know we were just waiting for the, the for the for the for the the, the the timer to finally just go to click run mm-hmm. and run out on Bob Chapek. 
Um, we didn't realize it was going to happen when it did. Mm-hmm. But now Bob Iger is back. He says he's going to be back for two years. Mm-hmm. He is already found someone who he's going to, I think, replace him. Have they said who, who uh, Chris, he's looking at? Christine. Is that, that Chris, Christine McCarthy? Yes. S- seriously? The, the CFO, yeah. Yeah, that's who they're looking at. That was the announcement I saw. I was, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, this is, there's anybody more soulless than Bob Chape against <laughs> Christine McCarthy. I thought they I, were going to go for somebody like Josh Morrow. I mean, he's already been, how long has he been? He's the chief of the parks, right? Yeah. How long has he been doing that? I, a long time. A while, So yeah. it's like, when you're looking for somebody to be your new CEO, Josh Morrow is like perfect pick, but no, you're going to go all out of left field. Well, I think they're Christine looking, McCarthy. I think they're looking for someone to take over, not just, you know, the parks, but also the film side of it, the streaming mm-hmm. side of it. They need someone who's going to be able to keep um, a, a real uh, a real eye on it. Mm-hmm. And Iger has said that he's training whoever it is he's training them for the next two years. So, And Bob Iger's not an idiot. I know that the, the, he's probably, uh, I heard, a, one of the things I heard is the rumors he, he's been reaching out to uh, the Florida government to try to get Reedy Creek back. Oh, Try to restore men. Restore men's, and trust me, these 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 are people that they don't agree on much, but mm-hmm. but they're gonna figure out how to make this work because Disney needs the Reedy Creek Improvement yeah. Act um, if they're gonna finish up a lot of the stuff that they have going on already uh, as far as you know construction because um, they're continuing to really you know, try to finish stuff up that they've got going on now. Um, he has. Uh, He's looking at ticket prices. He hasn't really there. I think I thought he was going to bring down ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's pretty much has decided to keep either keeping the same or in even some cases raise them because there are certain times of the year where it's just more popular to come to a Disney park, and that's just that's called capitalism. Yeah. Um, but I but I think he's also decided that he's going to try to you know keep them in a spot where they're they're affordable. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a good thing. Um, they haven't really said a whole lot as far as Genie Plus, but the, I hear that they're trying. They're going to try to revamp that. How yeah. so? Like they're going to get rid of the the single. Well, let me ask you. What lightning you, lane. I think what they're going to do is I think my this is what I what I think they're going to do. What I think they're going to do with Genie Plus is I think they're going to revamp it, and I think they're going to include. All lightning lanes. Okay, so they're they're not going to have the, the individual, individual purchases like no. Rise of the Resistance. I don't or... think they're going to do that. I, th- I think they're going to have all lightning lanes available through Genie Plus. That's my prediction. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. Um, I also don't believe that. And then again, this is me personally. I don't believe they're going to retheme Splash Mountain. Yeah, I know the there was a big announcement like last week or something that. Uh, Splash Mountain's closing starting, I think it was sometime January next 23rd, year. 23rd, yeah. And everybody automatically hopped onto the... This one, they're closing it permanently for the, the re-theme, but it's like they close it down... Every, every January. Summer, every January for refurbishment. Refurbishment. Splash Mountain is uh, perpetually in disrepair. Um, it's, yeah, it's, one of those, it's one of those rides where they continually have to go in and fix the animatronics. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and so this, that, and the other thing. There's always and, something and, wrong. And this, and I think this past year they had some issues with the boats. They had like one boat that sank. Oh yeah, so, I remember hearing about that. So um, I think they're 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 in the process of. And again, you're right. They everybody jumped on. They're going to retheme it. They're going to mm-hmm. retheme. This is when they're going to do it. I don't think so. I think this is a, a, a yearly mm-hmm. refurbishment. They're going to bring it back. Um, Iger, I think, knows this ride is really popular. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's like, what say, a market, marketing gimmick? Yeah. Something where it's like, we're, we're going to close it. And because, of course, it's coinciding with the talks of the the retheme everybody's gonna be like oh this one is closing permanently i gotta head to disneyland right now right at one last time yeah. before it permanently closes before it permanently closes yeah um i mean because that's what they did with with tower terror over mm-hmm. dca they said here's where this is the last day you can ride it and and, and well, i know a lot of people have said well they re they rethemed uh tower of terror into the, you know to, to mission breakout and i said that's totally different because mm-hmm. They were already in the process of taking Bugs Land and turning it into Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. And you and I have been there. There are two entrances into into Avengers Campus, and the one entrance is right by Mission Breakout. Mm-hmm. So it was. It would seem absolutely proper that you would have that ride at that spot mm-hmm. going into Avengers Campus. Um, and so I, you know, and at first we were kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about this. Oh, this is a bad decision. But it's like, you know, they still have the Tower of Terror mm-hmm. at yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, Studios in Florida. Florida. So it's not like they totally got rid of the whole mm-hmm. ride. It's just... Yeah, not with the... They're planning... They're saying they're going to get rid of Splash Mountain everywhere. Except for Tokyo, yeah. I think. Well, they only have three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got Disneyland, Magic Kingdom, and Tokyo, Tokyo. Disney. Which, interestingly enough, the, the people in Tokyo, they ride the ride and they love it. They're like, oh, this is, this is so fun. This is so fun. They don't have any idea, you know, what it, it's all about. Um, but I don't think that they're going to, I mean, if they're going to retheme it, they're not going to do it when they say they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they, people tend, like you said, it, it has a yearly refurbishment mm-hmm. every January. When it's cold and no one wants to get on a water ride, mm-hmm. except for me, because <laughs> I love to ride, I love to ride Splash Mountain. Um, no, I mean not only that, I, I don't believe it. Mostly because all we've seen is uh, concept art. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen any animatronics. We haven't seen any anything that I mean they ha- we haven't seen anything beyond. We haven't seen like the, uh, a timetable. Yeah, for we, haven't, we haven't seen anything. When they, it's like. Yeah, so they announced when it's supposedly going to close forever, but it's like, well, do they have a timeline for when they're going to be actually building yeah. the new ride? No, they don't. All it is is, here's more concept art for, yeah. what, what are they calling it, Tiana's Bayou Adventure? Adventure, yeah. And here's the thing. I'm, I'm not against Tiana having a ride. We've, mm-hmm. I, we've said this over and over again. I think, though, in Disneyland, it would be more proper if they turned the French Market restaurant. Oh, into the, the Tiana's Palace? Or? Tiana's Palace. Mm-hmm. I, and then have her do like a meet and greet around mm-hmm. all the different tables. Have another like character you. dining? Yeah, and, and I think that would probably be the best idea. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're going to do that? I have the fuck I said. I don't think so. I don't think, I think so. I don't think anybody's that smart there. No. Um, but that's my idea because, I mean, that was the whole premise, one of the big premises of 
the Princess and the Frog, which was mm-hmm. she's going to have her own restaurant and sell her own beignets. And, mm-hmm. and trust me, if you have not had a beignet at the French market, I, I would suggest you go have one. Yeah. Because they're really good. So, um, so that's my idea. So mm-hmm. I think Iger, now who's back in charge, he's there basically just to properly train the person that's going mm-hmm. to take, take over him after his uh, two years. And, I mean, if it's, where was it, Christine McCarthy, you know, we can cross our fingers. If it's Josh yeah. tomorrow, we cross our fingers. We just got to hope that it's somebody that, that can write the Disney ship because mm-hmm. right now we're looking at it and we're like, we're looking at a Titanic. Uh, right yeah, kind of like, want Titanic. It, it's like <laughs> it hasn't quite hit the iceberg yet, mm-hmm. but at very least they changed captains. Yeah. And um, people are excited that, that Iger is back. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to see what they're going to do, but. So we'll just have to wait and see what we'll happens. We'll just see what happens. We can't tell the future. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about some Christmas movies we've been seeing and some we're going to actually have uh, seen, hopefully, by the next time we're on this show. Yeah. Be right back. All right. We're back. We're on our last segment for today. And, of yep. course, it's that time of year, right? Yep. Time Christ- for Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just recently um, went and saw in the big theater mm-hmm. because one of our theaters, in fact... Or, it- yeah, one of our local theaters was doing a couple, uh, like, a special series of... Thing was called like the four weeks of Christmas, Christmas yeah. and then another thing was like a cozy Christmas party, something yeah, like that. Something. Where it would be Saturday mornings, it would play a certain Christmas movie. And one we went and saw for that was the Polar Express. The Polar Express. Yep, I know a lot. A, uh, lot, a lot of people think it's kind of creepy <laughs> because of the very early motion capture. But yeah, that animation can be can be kind of scary. Yeah, but when you've been watching it your whole life, you kind of. Well, you don't care about all those credits. The funny part is, of course, <laughs> when that when that when that technology was first out, back what was I mean the movie came out in what two thousand two thousand four two thousand four, so you're you're talking about a movie that's not even twenty years old yet, mm-hmm. um, but back in that time, that was like leading edge mm-hmm. animation, uh, you know, coming to the forefront. I mean, think about you know. Think about Christmas, or not Christmas, or toy, think about Toy Story. Mm-hmm. You know, toy Story, again, early animation with computers. Um, it, 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 just, it does kind of like, when you're watching it, it is kind of unsettling. When it, when it first came out, you were like, wow, that's cool. That looks so realistic. Now it looks like they, get, they just slapped these masks on these kids. Yeah. You know, um, and, and like you said, you people give it a lot of a lot of a lot of crap because <laughs> the animation looks scary, but um, it, the the movie is still really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and one of the things that we were we, we were kind of noticing in certain parts. First of all, the, Robert Robert Zemeckis is the director. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks is the big star of the of the film, um, who plays like multiple characters. He did the mo- motion capture for like. I think um, most of the characters most in the movie, the even the even the kid characters, I think he did the motion capture yeah. for. Yeah. Um, of course, he he play. I know he plays the dad, which I think is it's funny if you look really closely, you can see Tom Hanks' face. Yeah. Uh, he also did uh, the conductor and Santa. And he did, he was minutes. also the hobo on the top. Yes. He was also the hobo on top. So nice cop and Joe. <laughs> I mean, um, 
And it's, it's uh, when you see the conductor, obviously, you can see, oh, that's Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Tom Hanks. is the, the animated Tom Hanks who's, you know, bald. Um, but he does, he, he does a great job as mm-hmm. Santa. But it is just, uh, you know, it's one of those movies where, where you watch it. And for me, Polar Express is not a movie I, I willingly watch. It's like, if it's on, I'll watch it. If you put it on, I'll watch it. But it's not like, hey, I gotta watch the Polar Express. It's I'm like, the opposite. That is a, it's a must watch. <laughs> you know, Christmas. I mean, for me, I'm more like, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas and Doctor, mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Seuss the Grinch so Christmas and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, it's but you know, and then some of the other Christmas movies that I have to watch. I have to watch uh, Elf. I have to watch A Christmas Story. Um, I have to watch. Um, what's the other movie I was thinking of? Oh, a White Christmas with mm-hmm. Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye yeah. and Rosemary Clooney. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you've not seen White Christmas, it is, it is a, a classic. Yes. You, and we watch it every year on uh, Netflix. Um, you have to see Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, even mm-hmm. though it's not a Christmas movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie. Thanksgiving movie. One of the few Thanksgiving movies they mm-hmm. should have out there. But... Um, but it's just, you know, there are certain movies that you don't have. I have to watch. No, i got to ask you. Because one of the movies they had advertised for um, this, this Christmas mm-hmm. special, which was on Wednesday nights. And by the way, if you've not seen this, it was at the Reading Cinema. If you've not seen that, it was our very first video for, for Travel, Travel by, by Nature. Nature. So you can go, go see it. It's like a six minutes long. It's not even mm-hmm. that big. Um, but one of the movies they had on there was Gremlins. Mm-hmm. And there's always been these arguments of, oh, of like... But Gremlins isn't a Christmas movie. It doesn't have anything to do with Christmas other than it's set at Christmas, which is, of course, is the same argument people also use for Die Hard. And if you say either of those are not Christmas movies... There's a fight. Get away. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not Christmas until it's not, Hans, it's Hans not, Gruber falls off exactly. of the Nagatomi Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lethal Weapon is another movie mm-hmm. that is done at Christmas, but it's not technically a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. It's still, you know, like, you know, but still that scene where they drive through the house and just knock over the Christmas tree is like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's phenomenal. It's, it's funny as it's, it's hell. But, um, you know, which, I mean, and then, of course, there's the great debate of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is, mm-hmm. it, a, is it a Halloween movie or is, is it, it a Christmas, Christmas movie? It's both. both. It's, yes, it's both. Um, and it has, because it has the spirit of Christmas mm-hmm. in it. Um, it's, that's one of the reasons why I like it, because, you know, Jack Skellington discovers the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the meaning, meaning of Christmas. Christmas. Um, and so, if you happen to have a theater mm-hmm. in your, in your, what neck of the woods I already yeah. said, you know, that's showing Christmas movies up on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Go see them. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different appearance experience. We went and saw, um, meet me in St. Louis, yep. which is a film I, I had actually never seen before. We went and saw, unlike I've never Polar, seen it either. Unlike, unlike the Polar Express, which I'd seen dozens of times. Yeah. But I'd never seen meet me in St. Louis until I saw it on the big screen. It's like, what, what better way to see a movie? For the first time, then on the big screen. On the big screen, and I just have for some reason I just have a thing for Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, I just do. Mm-hmm. Um, and to see one of her films up on the big screen is mm-hmm. just amazing. 
Um, the, the one that we saw, of course, was in the four three, mm-hmm. but it, it's just you're. It's a different experience, mm-hmm. you know, especially when when she sings, and it comes through those nice crisp speakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, so, if there's a Christmas movie you have must watch, mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. Yes. Christmas vacation. Gotta see Christmas Every vacation. Every year. It's it's not Christmas until Clark loses his, his marbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um you know it's it's not Christmas until cousin Eddie is out in his bathrobe. You know, Shitter was full. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Shitter was full. <laughs> I mean, Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? <laughs> I don't know, Margo. It is just one of the... I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why that happened. I mean, that's another film I have to see every mm-hmm. year. I think it's one of the first movies we see every yes. year. It's like, you know, it's, it's like as soon as, soon as Thanksgiving's over, Black Friday, it's like popping into Christmas mm-hmm. movies. And what's interesting about Christmas Vacation is it's not one of those Christmas movies where it's like you, you only ever watch it at Christmas. Like, I can watch that any time of the year. Like, I remember watching it, like, I watch it in the middle of summer, you know, because it's, it's, it's that good. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And it, it just reminds you. It's one of those movies where it reminds you that your family is not as bad as the one on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But um, they've got a lot of... Uh, a lot of different Christmas stuff going on. I, I think uh, they brought back Tim Allen for the Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, out on Disney Plus right Dis- now. It's a, I think it's a show. Mm-hmm. And there's another great, you know, another great Christmas film to watch. is the Santa Claus. Um, Tim Allen is amazing. Um, whatever, let us know in the comments what your must-do Christmas mm-hmm. movie is. Um, or what it is. It's like, it's not Christmas until I watch and then fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Because it is one of those things where a Christmas at this time of year, it, it, you know, sitting back with some popcorn and some mm-hmm. warm cocoa and watching a Christmas movie, it's just, it's got to be the thing. Mm. Got to be the thing. All right, Logan. So we come to the end of our first video podcast. Yeah. Now that we're back, uh, back on screen. So if they want to check us out anywhere else, where would they go? You can find links to all our social medias at withkoji.com slash at travel by nature. They can find links to our Twitters for On The Show and Wrestling Boys. We have an uh, Ask Me Anything tab on there. Or you can find our Instagram for Travel By Nature or a tip jar if you're so generous. Or right here on YouTube, we have the links to our channels, uh, Travel By Nature and Miss Cindy's Kitchen. Both we will leave a link to in the description of this video. So you can check out those videos. That's right. That's right. And uh, if they want to help out, help the channel out, what would they do? You can hit the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and share to your friends. Yeah, share it out to your friends. Leave us a comment. Makes us smile. So, from here at the I Want the Show Production Studios in Bakersfield, California, I am Goose. I am Logan. This is I Want the Show. Thank you for watching. We will be back next week.